0: Welcome to the Course Consultant Show, a show dedicated to help you launch your online course with ease. Get ready to hear from successful course creators who ditched the nine to five, gained passive income on their couch, and took
1: charge of their dreams. Here's your host, Melody Johnson, a professional online course designer and lover of all things template. All right, welcome back to the Course Consultant Show. I'm Melody, and I'm super excited to bring on one of my clients and most amazing people online that I know who is a pro at freelancing and taking it full-time. I'm bringing you today an exclusive interview with Sam. Sam is a freelancing coach behind fire of freelance and the co-owner of how to fire she quit her finance corporate gig back in 2019 to pursue her side hustle full-time and has been able to take her freelancing business sj digital solutions to six figures she has some amazing tips to share with you all about how you can actually create and grow your service-based business to the next level Plus, if you're an introvert and you're not really quite confident with showing up on video or actually using social media, Sam has some really great tips. And I can't wait to bring her on. Sam, thanks so much for joining me on today's show. I'm so excited to have you on. Thanks for having me, Melody. Super excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go ahead and just dive into our first topic. Sam, you and I have been working together for a while now, and I know that you have this amazing story of how you got started with freelancing. So, for those who aren't familiar with your brand and your business, can you tell us a little bit more about how you actually got started freelancing?
0: Yeah, so it actually started back in twenty eighteen. Um, my husband John and I are really passionate about personal finance and fire topics. So, we actually started um, a personal finance blog called How to Fire, and Through that, we kind of learned everything from freelance writing to SEO to um, kind of like the technical aspects behind running a website. And as we kind of learned, taught ourselves different things, gained experience through other people in the community, um, we started, I guess, offering that service to other people um, to help them out. And it just kind of grew on itself. And I knew it was something that I really wanted to do. So in 2019, I took one of the biggest transitions, biggest decisions I've ever made, and I quit my corporate finance gig to do this full time. Um, and that's kind of
1: where it all started. Yeah. So, I mean, you actually had this really great blog post article all about how you were really unhappy in your corporate career and how you wanted to do something different and you already had this business on the side where you were talking about finance and freedom sounds like it's a really big value in your life. And I'm super excited that you're able to share all about that value. So when you actually got started with transitioning, right? Because a lot of people maybe are listening you know, course creation or freelancing is more of a side hustle. They're not really able to take it full time. Um, Tell us about that emotions. What What was it in your life that you were experiencing when you actually took the plunge, if you will, from the time that you turned in your resignation letter to actually taking your business into the next stage?
0: Yeah, so it was definitely a roller coaster of emotions. I would say it was split between happiness, excitement, and then actually like total fear. Like, am I going to be able to take this thing and make something of it? Am I going to fail? Um, no, because I didn't really give myself a plan B. I wanted to make this work. I didn't want to have to go back to the corporate uh, thing. So um, it was definitely overcoming all of those emotions and putting a plan in place so um, I can make the business into something.
1: Yeah. And you've been fairly successful. I I say fairly, I'm being really modest. You've been very successful. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Underline very, very successful. Um, So just for those people who are listening, Sam is very modest, but Sam has an incredible business where actually you were able to um, actually replace your income for the first two months. What, What was it that you actually did? Because setting yourself up for, Hey, I'm actually going to quit my job to getting your first food clients might sound daunting for people who have never had clients before, or maybe had had a few clients, but not really raking in the income that they were hoping to have. Uh, so what was that like when you actually were able to book your first client and actually get to seeing consistent clients on a month to month basis? Yeah. So when I quit my
0: job, I didn't have any clients lined up. Um, so definitely a huge risk and that's something I typically recommend to others, but I was able to take it and replace my income within two months. And the way I did that is kind of through a little bit of networking online. And when I say networking, I say that very loosely because I am an introvert. So um, more like interacting with people online and kind of like showcasing Um, The one website that we had started building up, How to Fire. um, And I gained clients just through experience and being able to help people online through that.
1: Yeah, networking is a huge thing. And I feel that people don't really take advantage of it as much as they could. So, I know that you and I are introverts, and some people will say, Well, Melody, you're not an introvert because you're on camera. Um, But I really actually don't prefer to be on camera most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Likewise, it sounds like you kind of prefer to be behind the scenes. So, tell me a little bit more about this networking. How did you actually get started with your virtual networking? You mentioned a little bit about um, through Facebook groups, but Maybe some people who are listening are interested in trying to network with others, but they don't know how to get started. How did you get started with your networking through uh, Facebook groups as an example?
0: Yeah, I would say Facebook groups are my number one source of both networking and getting clients. Um, I would say that to start out, I would join as many Facebook groups as you can that are relevant to your niche or you know, just people who are in the community who may be looking for some help. Um, One way that I started is by just responding to people's questions, um, trying to be, I guess, helpful, and you kind of build relationships that way. And when you're in multiple groups with the same person, you may be recognized and, um, you know, you build those relationships and, Eventually, when somebody puts out a like a want ad or a job ad, um, the people you've met, network you network with may respond and say, "Oh, you know, so and so would be perfect for that to help you with that." Um, so it's definitely, I would say, a really good option for introverts, um, if, especially if you're building an online business.
1: Yeah. So it sounds like you did some research up front. You were able to determine hey, where do I want to show up? How can I actually be present with people who are interested in the same topics where I can support people by sharing useful tips and also provide my knowledge on the subject? And I really like that you share that you can get started easily. There's no upfront cost to do networking on Facebook groups and a lot of people don't know how to get that process started. So I'm glad that you're able to share. So let's talk a little bit more about your business. Now you book consistent income and it's not low ticket stuff. I mean, you're sharing, you've shared with me as we are working through our one-on-one work, how much you're actually making when you actually started. Can you just give us a image or just some sort of representation of what you, for your first client, and then walk us through how you got to where you are now? Because I know it took a while, even though two months is relatively quickly for you to actually get the momentum where you're now making more consistent revenue. What was that process like for you?
0: Yeah. So it started off with just one client, um, very small client. I made about, I would say probably $300 a month from that first client. And from there, I was then able to use the work I was doing for them as a reference for my next client, which was my first big ticket client. And they were roughly about, I would say, $3,000 a month. And I got them in month two of uh, after quitting my job. So that's when I was able to replace my income. Um, and after that, it's just been consistent. Um, I'm, I'm constantly in Facebook groups. So if you see a an ad somebody needs some help you're offering you're offering your help or help offering your services showing or showcasing your work and giving examples of what you can do and for me i do a lot of freelance writing so how to fire my other blog has been a huge help in being a substantial portfolio i would say
1: awesome so you started going from $300 a month to $3,000 a month. And now you're making even more than that. I know um, since I'm working with you, but um, <laughs> when you actually started taking that next step, right, we, you got to the point where you're saying, okay, I've ha- I have consistent revenue of my business. I want to take it to the next level and scale with online courses. Uh, you have a course that I would love for you to share about and Um, where were you in your business when you started working with me to create an online course and or program?
0: I would say that um, having multiple businesses is definitely stressful. Um, It can be a lot. So sometimes you get to that point where um, you want to maybe work for yourself a little bit more, um, scale down on client work. So I think that was the case for me. And I think with my experience uh, building up SJ Digital Solutions that I can help other freelancers kind of get started and leave that corporate job because I know how it can feel to be stuck and unfulfilled and feel like somebody else has control of your life and your calendar. So I think that's really my goal with the courses is to take some of the time that I've been working with clients and kind of turn that into something positive with other people, getting them to better their lives through freelancing.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I hear a lot from people who say they want to create a course. And I find that personally, the best way to know whether or not your audience is ready for a course is to offer services first. And I know that's not maybe what some people want to hear, but honestly, freelancing is the fastest way to make online money, in my opinion. And then Mm -hmm. the second way is through other opportunities like affiliate marketing and digital course monetization. So in my opinion, offer a service first. If you're not interested in that, this isn't for you, but services have been incredible way for me to finance my business. And once I was able to do that, just as Sam has shared, I was able to transition to more online digital coursework. And Do occasionally and selectively work with some clients if I feel like it's a good fit. So giving people the ability to choose with different ways, different options to work with you, such as online courses or programs is a definite win. Okay. So Sam, we have talked about how you got started with your business, where you are now. Let's talk about tips, right? So what would you say to someone who is looking to make that transition from their nine to five? Maybe they've got a side hustle, made a few couple hundred bucks, maybe even had like maybe one client, like at a thousand or $1,500 a month, but they're just looking to take it to the next level. What would you say to that person who wants to take that next step? I would
0: say that taking a look at your situation, how realistic is it for you to quit your, maybe your day job and put more time into your side hustle? Is that an option for you? Do you have the savings behind you to be able to do that? If yes, that's awesome. If maybe now's not the right time, I would say utilize your nights and weekends and um, if, if quitting your nine-to-five is a goal that you want to meet, then might require a little bit of hustling um, to get there and build up your client base. I would also say having a solid business plan is really important. So you know what you're going to do, how you're going to get clients. And then one thing that might be really motivating along the way to take into consideration is what do you want your life to look like, like? How will you use that time? How you stay accountable? What can you, what are you going to be able to do with that newfound freedom from
1: your day job? I love that. I love that you said that last one, Sam, because I find that, you know, when I first started this business and I've had multiple businesses, uh, similar to Sam, very mm-hmm. multi-passionate. <laughs> I, I remember thinking to myself, as long as I have a client, as long as I have income, then I will be fine, right? So I started taking on clients. I was doing freelance work with design and branding and then also doing some course curriculum design, um, which turned into what I'm doing now. And I found that as I continued scaling, I still had this mindset in my head saying, I just need more revenue, more revenue equals better success. And I thought that for a very long time um, where I was thinking to myself, "Okay, I've got one client. Great. Now, how about three clients? Now, how about $5,000 a month? Okay, let's go for $10,000 a month. Let's go for $20,000 a month. And as I kind of scaled with my freelance services and turned it into an agency and I started reevaluating because money to me wasn't actually the goal. As I started thinking about my values, about my family and the way I wanted to live my life, no one ever told me, Hey, you have to set these boundaries on your calendar. You have to tell people when you can or cannot work. And you have to set these boundaries for what you want your day to look like. Whereas before, Right. Before (laughs) I was thinking, oh, well, you know, as long as I make the client happy and I have that income coming in, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as long as the revenue is coming in. But what I didn't realize was that setting that is setting up those healthy boundaries like you so wonderfully put inside of your course, because I've actually taken it myself and looked through the material, um, is that you share how important it is to have that value of hey, what is it that I want my day to look like? How can I manage my time more efficiently so that I can do the work that I love to do, but also have time for my family? So recently you took a vacation, which I'm sure was really challenging. How would you tell someone who maybe is at the level where they want to take it to the next level in their freelancing, but they're just not quite sure if um, they can set those healthy boundaries or, or even... They're not even aware that those boundaries should be there. What would you tell that you know, busy side hustler?
0: I would say that you always need to put yourself first, even if you have these overarching business money goals, um, your health and your happiness come first. So don't like overexert yourself. You still need to get like sleep and eat and take some time to like decompress. I think that's something I had to learn um, a lot along the way.
1: All right. So Sam, you've talked all about different tips and tricks of how you can get started with your freelancing and where you were when you actually made that leap. You also shared some helpful things to consider on how to scale your services by considering healthy work-life balances. Now, I want to ask you this question about when it comes to creating an online business and maybe taking it to the next level. Maybe there's a couple of people out there who they're blogging on the side maybe they're doing some freelancing, maybe it's copywriting, maybe they want to get into more of blog writing as a revenue source so that they can effectively make that transition to take that full-time. Or maybe they're already working full-time and they have maybe one or two clients, but it's just not consistent. Do you have any resources or trainings on that topic so that people can learn how they could actually take it to the next level?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So in my course, we talk all about um, how to transition, how to consistently get clients, and then also how to scale and how to um, keep the momentum going so you don't get burnt out.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I I know that you have like a workbook and, and you actually have an upcoming training coming up, right? Could you tell us a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah, so I'm actually super excited about this training. You and Melody uh, worked on it together. Um, It's called the five steps to scale your side hustle into a thriving freelance business. Um, And in it, um, I go over everything from how to accelerate your side hustle into a profitable business, um, how to land consistent five-figure clients. Um, Even if you're an introvert like me and you don't have a big following, you don't like getting on video, you don't even like maybe being on social media, um, and I also go over really key numbers that you need to switch from being an employee to a business owner, because I know that can be a super big topic or thought that goes through your head when you're trying to make that decision. Um, and then the last thing I go over is how to consistently wow your clients without bending backwards or um, kind of working on weekends, working nights so you can still live your, live your, live your life, but be a business owner.
1: Ooh, that's so exciting! I can't wait to see how your training goes. I know you've been working really hard on it.
0: I'm so excited to see how it goes, and I really hope it. Maybe it'll help someone else be able to quit their job too.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and like you said, you know, working nights and weekends. Can be so stressful, and you know, as a freelancer who started doing it full time or started doing it as as a, a part time thing, I know that a lot of people are nervous, you know taking that step, being able to do big things in their business. Um, I actually was thinking a lot about this recently, and I started to ask myself, you know, am I really concerned about playing big? am I really afraid to take big risks am I just playing small. And I think that, you know, obviously you want to look at the numbers and definitely consider what kinds of risks you can take. But I also feel that at many times in my life, even now to this day, I struggle with uh, saying, well, I'm not big enough. I'm not, you know, I don't have a big enough audience. I don't I'm not big like other people. I haven't been around long enough. Why would anyone want to pay me that, my, that price tag? Why would anyone want to work with me in that way? And I say that in all transparency because I find that when you actually shift from, yes, I am small and yes, I am growing and yes, there are some other people out there who have been out there longer to but I am special because I say it in a special way. And I can do that because I am the person who can offer the solution. And there's going to be one person out there, Sam, who's going to say the same thing about you. who's going to say, oh my gosh, I wish that I met Sam sooner because I feel like no one says it like her. No one is able to communicate in that way. No one makes me feel like I feel heard. And when it comes to services or courses or whatever it is, don't play small because you feel small. Play big. Play big. Imagine if you were able to be consistently in front of 2,000 people and how amazing it will be when you get to the point where maybe you start with 500 people or 200 people on your email list. And in Five years, and in three years, you have five, 10,000 people who are following you. It might seem like a pipe dream or something that's not possible, but just imagine if that $500 paycheck or that $1,000 paycheck that you're getting, you could invest it in something, and that can turn into an investment of a lifetime. That investment could then turn into 2000 $5,000, 8000 10000 maybe even, let's say, just six figures. And I'm not making any promises here or that you're going to see immediate success. But what I'm saying is that, as Sam has mentioned, she turned her business from a small side hustle what which was passionate and exciting and interesting into a full-time six-figure business right so she didn't start from scratch she didn't start from or sorry she did start from scratch she did start from hey you know i don't have a big following but yet here she is today making Good money replacing her income, being able to take a vacation without having to ask your manager. I can't tell you how frustrating it was. You know, now we're in the pandemic and it's kind of slowly, fingers crossed, we're actually phasing out. I can't tell you how many times I would say, Oh, I've got to ask for this time off with my manager. I have to put in my request. Or, you know, in some cases, we were on a lottery fashion where we were only able to ask for certain times of the year off and only batch people with, hey, I am going to ask for Thanksgiving off and you on my team can ask for Christmas off, but we can't have both, right? So what if you were able to take that ability where you're working virtually from home, probably anyways, and just say, I'm going to choose my vacation days. I'm going to choose the schedule I want. Only the things on my calendar are the things that I want and be able to choose the type of payment you receive. I can't tell you how amazing it was when I first quit my job, how like I cried on my first day and it was incredible. I mean, I just felt this huge, massive relief and also a little bit of nervousness, but knowing that now where I am in my business, it's been a great journey. And Sam, you have shared so many awesome tips and I can't wait for people to come and see what you have in store in this training because I've looked at it and it is so awesome. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So where can people find out about you and what you're up to for your trainings and your courses and all that stuff? Where should people go online?
0: Yeah, so I tend to hang out on Instagram at Fire Up Freelance. And I also have a Facebook group um, called Fire Up Freelance Community.
1: Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to include the links for that Facebook group and your Instagram. I've been seeing some really cool posts that you've been sharing, and you also have some really great tips. So hope that this has been helpful for people who are listening, Sam. Thank you so very much for joining me on today's episode. I can't wait for this upcoming training. It's going to be stellar and I am super excited to see some people take advantage of your tips. Me as well. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Sam.